Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, last hour we were talking about state of origin and and the buys and all that sort of situation and what we could maybe do at this side on this side of the ditch. Well, that's happening. Uh, cheer! This is from Cameron and Vicargo. Morning, boys. I agree with Kempe. Have state of origin and run it alongside a place of origin or a three-game series of the Indigenous game. I think that would draw a lot of interest. Also, how good would those games be? Uh, be interested to get the thoughts of Blake Ashford on that. A former Warrior, former Tiger, joins us now. We're going to talk some origin with him as well. But uh, Blake. We've been talking about the amount of buys that are this season. Uh, obviously, having an odd number of teams doesn't help. The Warriors have got three this season, a lot of that down to rep footy. Uh, we were talking about maybe we should, uh, we should have a rep window where there is no club footy and we just have a, I don't know, Origin and then International Series between Tonga and New Zealand and Fiji and Samoa or something along those lines. What do you think? I don't mind that at all. Um, look, I'm a big believer in the international game and I love... I loved watching the World Cup Samoa actually come in and, and make the final and challenge Australia there for a bit. So the more you can grow that game, I think, you know, the better it's going to be in the long run. Um, as long as, you know, we're all good in talking about it here, but uh, the big wigs, the NRL, you know, money t- money talks and uh, if it takes away from state of origin, then I don't think it's going to happen, but... Hey, let's just keep talking it till it happens. Yeah, and that's right, mate. Thanks for joining us this morning, Blake, on SENZ. Mate, is it true that you haven't sat down since the Tigers demolished the Cowboys on Saturday and you've got a new tattoo, says the biggest comeback since 03? <laughs> mate, hey, hey, it is possible, and there's also rumours going around Papamore that this bloke was impulse buying and may have bought grand final tickets. <laughs> it's just a going around, but... Mate, did you see that yeah, coming? I actually tipped them, Kempi. I had them to win, but I did not see 60 points. And even when I tipped them, I was like, oh, you know, it's it's a 50-50. Like, I believe they can win, but will they? Um, I did not see 60 points. The way they played, wow, was outstanding. Um, took it to the Cowboys through their defense, really, at the start. And then Brooksy running the show on game 200. The young kid at the back, Buller, he was outstanding. That Isn't forward pack... You know, it was outstanding. They're just, they just they played really well in that game. Now, the thing's going to be, they've been consistent over the last month. You know, it was only 8-0 down to the Bunnies with about five minutes to go, and that blew out. They've won a couple of games. Now it's going to be staying consistent for the rest of the year. 
I was a little bit sceptical over Benji's coaching ability. Um, and I, th- I think it was more just because I'd never considered him as a coach, you know. And then when they put it, put that together with, uh, you know, it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere, putting them in with, with Sheens. Uh, we've seen, you know, all the shots of the box. It's Benji wearing the headset and Sheens kind of taking a back seat a bit. Where are you at on that now? Um, I still don't know who's, to be honest, I still don't know how much input each person has. I know Robbie's there as well, David Ferner's there as well. So all great rugby league minds uh, in their own, but I I don't know whether they're clashing. I I just don't know the answer, to be honest, who's running it. Um, What I did notice, though, that, and I've spoken to a couple of old Tigers boys about this, seeing some of their game plan or some of their plays they were running were plays that the last time Shinji was in charge that we were running when I was there. Mm. We had a little giggle last week when we seen a couple of plays and we're like, hey, that's the old blah, blah, blah. You know, we ran that back in 2011. So obviously there is a bit of Shinji still involved. I don't know how much, you know, whether it's Benji 60, Shinji 40, or I don't know the outcome there, but obviously it's going to be Benji's team moving forward. Uh, yeah, I don't know how it's going to play out, but obviously Benji's doing a lot of the messages to the players. And um, looks like the head honcho at the moment. Yeah, yeah. I saw that one of those plays where they went across the ruck and back up the middle. Um, just the, it was superbly put on. Uh, so they they obviously got some old tricks up their book. Mate, what about the ladder? Like you've got, you know, Penrith on top at sixteen. The 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 teams at the bottom on eight, um, and inside the eight, there's only two points that separate one and. One and eight. Have you seen a competition, anything like it, where you get the bottom top, bottom four teams beating the top four teams in the way that it goes week in, week out at the moment? No, we haven't. And, you know, Kempi, we, we spoke about this in the past, how we thought the game was over because there was four teams every year that just dominated the game. And, you know, you could pick them from the start of the year, the top four teams that would be there, and one of them would probably win the comp and they'd run away by, you know, 10 points. It's so good to see that, and and it's so hard when you sit back as an analyst, as we all are, and try and analyse the game and try and pick who's going to win each week. And you make you may look like a fool a lot of times. It's not because you don't know what you're talking about. It's just that teams are that good now that their game planning, their the ability of players, the talent, the work ethic, like it's it's so good just to see these lower teams start to come up and really challenge the top teams. Yes, we're still going to see. You know, the Penrith, the Bunnies, the Storm, they're all up there. But now we're starting to see these other teams really challenge them. You know, you had the Tigers win a game. You've got the Cowboys on and off last year. They were one away from the GF. Now they're down the bottom. It's it's good to see. It's healthy for rugby league. Yeah, let's let's stay with NRL before we talk a little bit about our origin because the Warriors, they travel down to Napier this week to play the Broncos, um, who are sitting fourth at the moment, but on the same points as Penrith, who are sitting first. Um, they've got a number of players out, mate. Uh, Chanel Harris-Tavita has been signed back to the Warriors. How do you see that one playing out? Uh, the, the Chanel signing? The, yeah, like we talked this morning about what position he comes back at. You know, you've got Luke Metcalf there, uh, obviously young Volkman along with Sean Johnson, uh, and of course tomorrow Martin's got to come back from a broken leg. I see that he'd probably play a hooker, but what are, what are your thoughts on that? Um, I I think he slots back into a half's role because it all does depend on Shawnee in the end. I'm pretty sure. Like, I, is this, I think this is Sean Johnson's last year signed. So unless he extends another year or signs on for another year, then I think we'll be it'll be a fight out between Metcalf, Falkman, Tamari Martin, and Chanel. Um, look, I he's 
he started to play really good footy just before he had that year off. So it'd be interesting to see how long it takes him to actually get back because you know how much a game mm. can change in a year. Um, all the new rules, the new pace and things coming into the game. So uh, I, I think he'll he'll play half. And you're right, he could back up as a, as a hooker for, I think, Wade Egan. Um, and I, I think he'll be in that role, in that spine somewhere. Um, he did well at fullback to, you know, support Reese Walsh last year as well, but we're pretty stacked in that area as we see RTS and Chanel there. So I, I think he'll slot back into the, the halves or, like you said, be a backup hooker position. Blake, how many tears have you shed over the Roosters? I don't know. We took them out, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were having a laugh about the Roosters actually earlier, so that's all right, mate. <laughs> it's always good to laugh at the Roosters. Uh, but things aren't going well for the Chooks. I know they've had injury problems, but it looks like even when they are fully fit, there's something not quite clicking there this year, eh? Yeah, look, and this was the problem I had with a couple of the teams. you just got to sort of figure out your spine, who's leading your side around. Now, they've chopped and changed a lot in the last couple of weeks, and it sort of seems it hasn't worked. You know, Joey Manu looked good for a week, and they didn't look good. You know, Sam Walker's been there for a year and a half, and they obviously didn't see what they wanted to see out of him, so they tried to change it and take it back to Luke Keery's team. For me, the way they got to get back into it is they've got to really play just fast on the front foot and not so out wide. I, I believe that when you've got Brandon Smith, who we know is injured, but you've got him, you've got Tedesco, the likes, Joey Manu, they're all in around the ruck on fast play the balls playing through the middle. And I think at the moment they're just trying to do something that's not them. I believe they get back to their, their staunch uh, sort of feel with Jared there, Lindsay Collins back when he comes back from origin. They've got the forward pack. They've got the players there to do it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know if there's something going on at the club or, or what's happening. I don't even know if, it, if there's, you know, everyone can say no about the Joseph rumours. Is he leaving? Is he not? But, you know, players talk. Um, is that a factor? I don't know. There'd, there'd be a lot of questions I believe the Roosters need to answer. Yeah, and they, they should be well up um, the table to compared to where they are at the moment. Blake, hey, what about your Blues, mate? Talking about spines, they've gone with a Penrith spine and put up in at hooker, Nathan Cleary, Jerome, and of course, uh, Isaiah Yell in that lock position. Can they get it done against a Queensland side that's made five changes? Reese Walsh, ex-Warrior at fullback, um, Ben Hunt starting at hooker, and of course, Pat Carrigan in the back. What do you reckon? Um, so I looked at this team, these teams yesterday, and straight away I thought Queensland 3-0. Um, I was a bit disappointed. I think Tavita Pango has only really played, you know, maybe a, one half a footy that was on the weekend that was good for the last couple of years. You know, he he hasn't been really a standout for him to get picked. But then as I looked across the front rows in the NRL, majority are either from the Kiwis or they're from Queensland that are the standouts. So, you know, there's slim pickings there for New South Wales. But the more I looked at the New South Wales side, the more I like it. I, I love the bench. Um when you go pack on pack, I don't know how many of those Queensland forwards will play 80 minutes or have played 80 minutes. But when you look at Payne Haas, who can play 80, you look at the bench when you've got Cameron Murray, Liam Martin, Gina Polo can play 80 as well. Um, I, I think it's a good standard for New South Wales to have them. And they're only having the one hooker. I heard Alexander say this could have been on SENZ that um, you know the, the two hookers hasn't worked in the past for them. 
and they keep falling into that trap. So this year they're they're just going to stick with Uppy, and and I'm I'm fine with that. I like it. I I like when there's a hooker who gets into the game and flows and just gets the feel of it. Um, I don't mind that move at all. Yeah, I, the one th- the one thing for me for New South Wales is Campbell Graham. I mean, I understand having to have Turbo and Latrell Mitchell in the team, but for me, you've got a bloke who won a World Cup on the wing for Australia, um, which are higher honours than New South Wales. You've got, even if you don't want to put him in the centres, he should definitely be there on the wing. Um, he's been the best outside back in the competition. This is why, why I get annoyed at Origin sometimes. They pick on loyalty, not who the best player is mm. and it costs a lot of kids origin jerseys and it costs a lot of kids and it costs a lot of kids a lot of money um, by not getting picked for origin so I'm a bit disappointed in New South Wales not picking Campbell Graham to be honest yeah and there's talk um, last night that he'd probably play this weekend as well so pulled out of uh, origin because of that sternum injury and is actually going to be running around for South Sydney there so there might be some something else going on there. Just having a look at this um, Queensland side though, you see Dave Fafita's come back into that back row they've uh, lost um, obviously Josh Popoli who who uh, retired on the weekend. Do you, do you think the Ford pack um, still is good enough to lay that, that platform with Ben Hunt starting and you've got um, our mate Harry Grant from Melbourne coming off the bench? Yeah, I, I have no problem with the Queensland four pack. This is where I think it's going to be um, a massive battle to see who gets over top early because, you know, you've got Lindsay Collins who sort of looks possessed at times. Um, then you, you spoke, you've got Tino, um, Jai Arrow, those players on the bench. Dave Fafita back in origin. I'd love to see it. He's been outstanding this year for the Titans. Um, he's quite handily himself won a lot of games for them. Um, just through brute strength and his ability to play rugby league. I, I love the Queensland pack. The worry for me for Queensland is their outside backs. Uh, Val Hones and the Hammer against Luttrell and Turbo, I think, will be a worry for them. And also, Nathan Cleary being at the high level for so long, how are they going to pepper Reese Walsh and do so effectively? I think that's going to be the key matchup. Um, the backs for Queensland, will they be able to handle the onslaught? Because I think the forward packs uh, will do their job. Yeah, where the, game, where the game's won or lost, mate, is uh, I think is the back three and that, on that kicking game between, behind uh, uh, Cleary and, and the kick chase and whether or not they'll be able to get that little bit of a roll on so their fours can get back uh, fast enough. Mate, just before we let you go, obviously the Warriors down in Napier this week up against the Brisbane side that are got five players out in origin um, and some decent players too, probably their best players in their side. What do you think of the Warriors at the moment? The rest, coming off the rest, do you, do you give them a decent chance on the weekend? I have a massive chance. Um, I think the, the best thing was they won against the Bulldogs and had that four-point win. And how long has it been? You know, Warriors always come good in origin. These, these are the times we lift because a lot of our players don't play origin. So we get this chance to you know, to grab some valuable points. But we're never in a position where we're at at the moment. We've never won, you know, very rarely do we win this many games leading into Origin. I think we'll do the Broncos. I think we'll get that win. And it would not surprise me one bit if we win the next three going into the next bye. Uh, I think it's highly possible. I know we've got the Dolphins next week, and I can't remember there's another winnable game after that. But I think we can win the next three into another bye. That'd be that'd set us up nicely for the running, mate. Um, looking forward to that. Uh, 
you said at the start you saw those origin teams and you went 3-0 Queensland and then the more you looked at it, the more you liked what you saw from New South Wales as you thought about it. So uh, are you sticking to 3-0 Queensland or have you revised that? No, nah, look, I, I, I was a bit gun-shy at Davida Pangai at the start, but now I believe with his ability to offload, the best offloader in the game, I think it will create some second phase for New South Wales. I think giving the ball to, you know, Latrell and, and the likes, I think it's going to be very hard to handle. So I'm going to have to go uh, New South Wales 2-1. New South Wales 2-1. I like it, Blake. <laughs> I, like, I like you it. Like the te- you like the Titanic, mate. You've, come, you've risen from the dead from 3-0 to 2-1. <laughs> oh, mate. I seesaw a lot. You'll notice I've got a Penrith jersey on at the moment because we're on top of the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> He's got more clubs than Tiger Woods. Uh, Blake Ashford, <laughs> thanks very much for your time, brother. Cheers. Have a good day, lads. Yeah, you too, mate. 21 past eight here on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast. Look at those games here. We've got the Broncos this weekend in Napier, then the Dolphins in Auckland the following weekend, and then away in Canberra. The Raiders. Uh, before the round 16 buy. So those, yeah. he reckons, will win all three. Music to music to everyone's ears, and we knew if we could get through that first stage and hang in the eight, uh, with our run home, it gets better after the second buy. They've got a decent chance of, of getting on a bit of a, I guess, a run, given the fact that we still haven't put our best team out on the, out on the pitch. So... Um, I'm picking they get through the next three weeks. I'll be quite happy if they win two of those out of the three to get through uh, to the bye. I think they get this one against Brisbane with them, with the, those players being out. The Dolphins, uh, you know, they're the, they're the unknown, but they're at home, so we want to get that one too. And going away to Canberra is always hard, mate. It's cold mm. down there. Yeah, exactly. Um, and it's always a hard hard game to get. But if we can get two out of three, I think the run home puts us in a good place. Well, straight off the bye, that second bite's the Dragons. Yeah. Um, so that one's in the gong as well. So yep. uh, that'll be that'll be interesting to see. There you go. That uh, Blake Ashford talking at rugby league with us. It is eight twenty-two here on Izzy and Kempe for breakfast with Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.